Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. How you doing, Grant? Doing good. How you doing? Good. I think Jimmy's running behind. He said his bus was late this morning, yeah. so we'll hear all about that. <laughs> he, um, he's got a route. And they changed a route, but then he found the he found another one where he has to walk a bit more. Mm. But it got him here um, before we start. Yeah. Over the last couple of weeks, and not only that, that one of the bus drivers is really cool. Yeah. And like drops him off at like a spot he's not supposed to drop him off really at lets him out, yeah. in order to to make that next bus but i think it was the front end of the uh of the whole experience this morning that tied him up mm-hmm. we got to deal with him because he was drinking heavily on the weekend and not boxed wine so that's that's happening yeah we're so say goodbye to your celebrity death pool pitch, we should probably take a there. look at the picks and decide which one we want <laughs> he's only got two left i know they're both gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jimmy's Cash. Okay, we launched this last week. We do it at 7.15 and 4.15 with Pam. Pam, Pam. And uh, we did not get a winner last nope. week. Nobody. So I have a feeling, though, that people are starting to get the contest. Mm-hmm. They're warming up to the idea of what this thing is. And we'll get a winner this morning at 7.15. And a little treat for you if you're a Maiden fan. All this week, we're going to kick off our shows with Maiden. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. This was a bit of a viral story, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And we don't have to have an answer right away, Jimmy, but start <laughs> thinking about this. What would it take for you to go down into an outhouse? Did you ever have an outhouse in Tabor? <laughs> on the farm? No, but... Uh, you guys always had plumbing? Yeah. Yeah, we always had plumbing as long as I could remember. <laughs> And you, you had plumbing, right? Yeah. My grandma and grandpa had an outhouse, though. So. They had plumbing and an outhouse. My grandpa always used the outhouse. He just he liked his time and out there. to go outside. And, yeah. yeah. In the woods. Yeah. I know yeah. when I lived in Barnwell, which is just a small village outside of Tabor, we lived there for a little bit. Yeah. My neighbor had an outhouse, but they had full plumbing, but it was the same thing. They had an outhouse. But when you guys moved to the corn farm, you guys had plumbing and everything. So never lived on a farm in my life. <laughs> we we had an outhouse. When I really? Went. Yes. I guess you lived in a van. <laughs> you probably dug the hole yourself. <laughs> there was no. I wasn't because he had to put the dumper in before we got to that to that property. Um, he had it, my stepfather. Mm-hmm. My stepfather met my mother, and they were court, sort of courting and dating for about a year before yeah. we moved to Yak. And he was living in a teepee. And he was and literally living in a teepee by the river. When your mom said, we'll move in with you, he had to dig a, <laughs> dig a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
pretty much. Move, move a motorhome on site, take the wheels off. <laughs> That's my life. So there's a viral story about a woman who had to get rescued from her Maybe, from an outhouse. Her Apple Watch fell down into the toilet, and she crawled in to get it, and yeah. then she got stuck down there, and they had to move the toilet off, and then put a strap down there, and she had to hook it up, and they had to pull her out. So what would it take for you to go down? I've right. lost a cell phone in an outhouse, and it's still in that outhouse. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of... I, I full out... Because, you know, I always wear my... Uh, cell phone on a holster. Cell phone on my belt, and I was straddling the the toilet because there yeah, was no, I don't no seat, Yeah, and my cell phone went... Yeah. All right. So I, I think I'd go down for a cell phone. I've, you would go in there for a cell phone. I, I'm thinking about it. I went six months until my plan expired to get a new cell phone. So it was six months, six months without a cell phone. I can't think. I don't think I'd go down for a phone. Twelve plus, I would. I mean, how deep? I would. I wouldn't go down for one of you two. It all depends on. It all depends on how deep the hole is. Um, is it just sitting on top of the poo? Some, I mean, some of these, I, I almost feel like I could reach. Like if you <laughs> held my feet, <laughs> it, you'd really have to trust someone to yeah, just hold my feet. Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> yeah, that would cause, be horrible. Because you know, if I was holding your feet, you know, I'd be letting go. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Just so you know. Um, you're the last person on the planet I would get to hold my feet. <laughs> I'd get but, Grant's son, Donnie, to hold my feet before I got you to do it. <laughs> what would it take for you to go down? The locker room topic of the day. What would it take for you to go down into the outhouse if you dropped something? Well, Mark didn't drop anything, but he said at our cabin we had an outhouse and we had to go into it one time to put up extra floor bracing. So the floor was starting to get soft, Sag. and they had to go down and underneath it, I guess, and, and put up some floor bracing. I don't know. <laughs> I remember there was some kind of strategy, because we had the outhouse for a couple years mm -hmm. before we got the full... That's probably why you're so good at pooing everywhere. I can poo anywhere. Yeah. I can poo right here. Just, <laughs> just turn your eyes. Um, but the... There was like a lime thing and some gravel. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was a, a yearly whole system. It's kinda, not just a hole over the ground. Yeah, mm. and so we didn't we didn't let the poo get out of hand, right? Yeah. Like anyway. <laughs> well, with the amount you go, that thing would fill up fast. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. If you drop something in the outhouse, what would it have to be in order for you to go down? Christy said, our family farm did not get indoor plumbing until the early 2000s. So I had to spend every summer using an outhouse. You could not pay me enough money to go down into that outhouse. There is no way in hell I would not go down for anything. What I have learned is we have a surprising number of people that listen to this show that have used outhouses on a fairly regular basis in their lives. Fairly recently, too. <laughs> More than one this morning. The locker room topic of the day. If you drop something down into the outhouse through the hole, what would it take for you? What would it have been for you to go down? Um, Steven said it would have to be an infant that fell down there. That's the only thing that would get him into the hole. If there's a child down there, I'll or go. A, or a puppy. <laughs> 
we've pretty much determined that there's not much. You've heard the joke, right? I think I've told it before. Um, which one? Guy catches his buddy throwing a 20 down the hole, and he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, well, you didn't think I was going down there for a quarter. Oh. <laughs> Three, two. The Locker Rooms. Jimmy. Get the movies. I shall call him me. like minute at the movies but shorter jimmy what movie did you watch on the weekend on the line all right people settle in relax give me a call this is on the line so he's a radio host on this yeah Mel gibson it's really have you seen it yes i told you that last week i told you i said you're gonna like this movie it's very different it is so different. Like it, you know, he's he's. It's a, gonna be tough to review this without giving away any spoilers. But I, yeah, because it's a newer movie. It's like twenty twenty two. Yeah, it just dropped on Netflix. It, for whatever reason, it showed up. I think I was away. I think I might have been out of town, and we were. I was. I had like a couple of hours, mm. right? And I ended up watching it by myself, and I was kind of blown away. If if I'm being honest, I remember when this came up last week when we were picking Mel Gibson movies, yeah. um, and then Grant mentioned that a text had come in. I I didn't remember the name. The name didn't stick with me until he started going through like a synopsis of it, yeah. and then boom, I was like, okay, I've seen yeah, he's that. A, he's a radio host. Gets a call. Yes. Your family's been kidnapped. I'm going to blow up the radio station it's an, all while they're on the line. It was very well done. It was amazing. Like, it was very well done. You didn't see the ending actually happening. And then the fact that it was a double prank. Don't spoil oh, anything. I just said don't yeah, give any spoilers. Now you just ruined the whole movie. You just ruined away the whole movie. It's an, an, I'm doing a review. It's hard, <laughs> First thing it's hard to ruin the movie. It's hard to do a review. It's hard to do a review of a movie without talking about the movie. Did it scare so you? Like, no. As a radio host, do you think that you're gonna we're gonna get a call and like? Jan- no, they're not coming after my family. They're gonna come after Law. Janice is tied up in the cornfield. Then, then I'll know it was you calling. Um, All right. But the one thing about it, without I guess, even though I said what happened, um, Kevin Dillon was exactly like someone we used to work with. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there was to there's a some letter. there's some stereotypes in our business, and um, and stereotypes exist for a reason because a lot of times they're, they're true. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, and he was, um, yes. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We yeah, can move we, on. We don't need to use. All right. What yeah. do you want to give it for a rating? I actually gave it a five. Okay, which is I, good. Five because out of five. No one ever needs to watch it now because Jimmy just gave, gave the, the entire thing, plot yeah. of the movie away. Another moment with Doctor Locke. I didn't put my my costume on. Yeah, you need to put your your costume on for our videos here. You're not a doctor unless you're dressed like a doctor. Dress for the job you want, right? Could scrub up, Scrubs. Doc Lock. Tell us why drinking is good for us. That's exactly what this is. Is it another one? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the majority of the Doctor Lock. It's just just fine. His drinking. Yeah. It's okay that I drink, a, you know, forty-eight pack in a week. So there is definitely trends in health, right? Yeah. Like. Over time, people will lean on something, and you'll hear it. It'll be kind of like a viral wellness thing. 
And this is something that I've heard before and I've read about it in the past. Um, but it's supposed to be really good for gut health. Apple cider vinegar. Oh, yeah. It's like the one drink where everyone's talking about the one drink. And there seems to be a lot of conversation right now about gut health. Have you noticed that? Yeah. People talk all about the bacteria in your gut and your gut health needs to be good. And, and the one thing about apple cider vinegar is um, apparently it's kind of like a reset. If you're having issues mm-hmm. and you're having constant problems with your stomach and your bowel movements, if you can incorporate apple cider vinegar into your daily routine and you can mix it with your tea yeah. or put it in a, a, I don't know if you have a morning smoothie. I give smoothie. it to the quail when it's hot. Oh, do you? It's good for hydration. So I just put it in their water pail. Okay. And it, just a little tiny bit. And it's apparently really good for hydration. You still have the... We have three quail. You yeah. got the three. How soon are you moving them into the house? Um, no, I'm building them like an enclosure. Outside? Um, like insulated and got a heat lamp and everything. Just like chickens. I mean, I was thinking about it. I was like, quail, they don't all die off in the winter yeah. in the wild, right? So so should be fine. Okay. Yeah, I read they should be fine. So. All right. The one thing with apple cider vinegar that I know is that you got to get it with the mother, they call it, too. Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. Get so it with the mother. The mother's kind of like the pulp, right? Yeah. It's kind of like honey. Yeah. If you pasteurize honey, you take all the goodness out of it. That's why they keep saying you got to go for raw honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jimmy's doing a drink right now for his diet plan, um, which, by the way, um, he's lost 12 pounds in the last month and a half, right? Uh, July, I weighed... Uh, what was it? One, in the prep, it said one fifty one. One hundred and fifty one pounds. I weighed. Which, if you don't know, Jimmy's four feet, so we're not and starving someone that's six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm a little over one hundred and thirty nine now. Okay, there you go. That's good for you. And he's doing a drink mm-hmm. as well. Like, like you're, uh, what I've what I've been doing at least twice a day. I have one liter bottles of water that I put some uh, lemon juice. And uh, crushed ginger, and then I just drink it straight. Okay, there you go. It's it's actually tastes pretty good. You don't really need a sweetener to it, and it's uh, must be doing something. Well, I think your your weight loss, I think, is a lot probably... to do with I'm eating a lot more fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. Wow, and you um, stop the skip the run thing. Yes, yeah, skip the dishes. Skip the run. <laughs> Whatever the hell that's called. Skip yeah. the dishes. Jimmy has uh, has stopped eating out as much mm-hmm. too. Right, that makes I, a big difference. I think that's a huge. Like yeah. you're eating and, at home now, and, and uh, again, it's all fresh. Well, good for you. I know. Listen, I know how difficult it is to lose weight. Um, so uh, the fact that you've lost 12 pounds, and I, it, I think. Listen, I don't know for a fact, but I think that is rather significant considering your makeup, your physical makeup. I think that's huge. What you've done. Like if I lost twelve pounds, you guys wouldn't even notice. Yeah, like it yeah. would be like, if like I, a, I weighed a hundred and fifty, so that's about what eight percent of your. We're not doing math. <laughs> 
drink some apple cider vinegar. Well, again, back to that. If you do have issues with your gut health, mm-hmm. you might want to look into it. And it's not like you have to drink, from what I was reading, you don't have to drink buckets of it either. You just put like a couple of tablespoons a day into whatever you're drinking and incorporate that into your diet. And yeah. it might, yeah. So I've seen recipes for detox shots that are supposed to help your gut health or your liver or whatever. And it's apple cider vinegar. One has uh, cayenne pepper. And lemon juice, lemon juice. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. Apple cider vinegar, and yeah. yeah. But again, that one. The the thing about those is they they say drink it forty two times a day, right? And then you're shitting your brains out for a, like a week I've, straight. I've seen that cayenne diet. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, there's the ones like the lemon ones where like you're just losing all your water weight because you're yeah. just dumping but, all day. But like, what I've what I've seen is like the one. Oh, we struck that, a chord here. The one that I've seen it says only take it once, uh, once or twice a day, before a. Like All at right, the start of your day and at the end okay. of your day. Let, yeah, let's move on. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. Okay, Dave is our first repeat offender. Yep, he has tried once before. Last, last week. week. And uh, the good news is for everybody else playing along and keeping track of how much money we're losing, um, which is none so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave sucked at this last time he was on. <laughs> I think he's going to suck again. <laughs> All right, Dave. Okay. Hopefully you've studied. So Dave knows what we're doing, but we'll repeat it for everybody else. We're looking for full names. It's 25 seconds, five questions. If you get them all, you win $500 cash. If you miss one, just say pass. If you don't know the answer, just say pass, because it might take you a second to think about it. Grant will repeat it if we have time at the end, okay? Sounds good. Dave, are you ready, buddy? Let's do it. You ready, Grant Johnson? I'm ready. Three, two, one. What do you call a picture you take of yourself? Selfie. Who did Will Smith slap at the Oscars? Chris Rock. What animal is on the loony? Uh, loony. Who did the Oilers play yesterday and tonight? Uh, Winnipeg. John Bonham played drums for what band? Uh, Led Zeppelin. Hold on! We got a winner! Congratulations. Woo! You won 500 bucks at Jimmy's Cash. I don't, spend I don't it all know. In one place, he didn't asshole. say Winnipeg Jets. He said it. full name. Woo! You Jeez. you said <laughs> you you said he had to do full names. He said Winnipeg. Said he didn't say the Winnipeg Jets. No, Winnipeg. No, Winnipeg's enough. We didn't say what team did he play. We just said who did they play? Winnipeg. Winnipeg, but it's the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> It's not just Winnipeg. What, did the whole city of Winnipeg come here? Okay, hold Give on. Give me your money, Jimmy. <laughs> hold on. Okay, listen. We have we have somebody that we can call. We we if we have a dispute on the cash, we call Oz. Do we have Dave's info? We got Dave's info. Yeah. Okay. I think Grant. What do you think? Oh yeah. If we would have said what team, but we said who did they play. Yeah, the Winnipeg Jets, not just Winnipeg. I think he gets it, but mm-hmm. we'll get... Oz is the deciding voice on this, so do you want to call Oz? Yes, because he said full name. No, but I, we meant full names. If we he, didn't, stu- yeah. he said Chris Rock. If he would have just said Rock, Chris. So, no, so if, he said, if he would have said Zeppelin, no. you would have gave it to him too? Yeah, I probably would have uh, given Zeppelin. I probably would have given him on See, that See, that's too. the problem. It's, you said full name. No, I, we said full name when it comes to human. an actual You never said that. Name. You yes. said full okay. names. Okay, hold on. Let, we'll, Dave, 
Yeah. We got your number, okay? Right all now right. there's a bit of a dispute. We'll sort it out with Oz, all right? Yeah, okay. that's fair enough. Okay, fair enough. You're good. Thank you for being a good sport. Jimmy's being a bit yep. of a dick. It's his money. So, <laughs> all right. Okay, we'll get back to you, okay? And now, the great and powerful Oz with the win Jimmy's cash final decision. Will Jimmy be taking a limo to work or hitchhiking up Calgary Trail? Let's find out. Okay, we're calling Oz here. We have a dispute with Jimmy's cash. Yes. The great and powerful Oz. Good morning. Hello there. So we have a dispute with Jimmy's cash. The question is, who did the Oilers play yesterday and tonight? Um, Dave said Winnipeg. Jimmy's mad because he didn't say Winnipeg Jets. We said the rule was full names for people. Yes, when referring to a person. Like like there was a question. The phrasing of the question was who. Who did they play? So that would be Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. We got a winner. Five hundred dollars. I don't agree because the whole winner. city of Winnipeg wasn't here. It was listen, the Winnipeg Jets. Listen, this is Oz. Oz called it. Can't dispute him. It's over. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. You won five hundred bucks at Jimmy's Cash. Don't spend it all in one place, asshole. Okay, we're calling Dave back. He was our contestant with Win Jimmy's Cash. Hello. Okay, Oz has spoken. You're a winner, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. Woo! $500 in Jimmy's Cash is yours, Dave. That's wicked. I guess I can eat next week. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. So, we're all in agreement that uh, concert ticket prices are insane, right? Like, absolutely insane. And it's so frustrating because it's like, do I go and see Zach Bryan or do I continue living in a house? What do I do? (laughs) And then it's hilarious because politicians get involved and they're like, we have no idea how this happened. This makes no sense. Pretending like they don't know that there's a mafia-like group that controls not only the ticket sales, but the ticket resales. So now the big thing in the States, this was big news today, the IRS has announced that they will be investigating anybody who made more than $600 off of a concert ticket. $500 is the limit. That's all you're allowed to take from people. If you make $600, you're getting reported to the IRS. And we all know Mm. that the solution, of course, if we want ticket prices to go down, is to not buy the $1,400 concert tickets, but... That's not going to happen. We can't even stop ourselves from buying $20 beers once we're in the stadium. We're going to keep buying these tickets for thousands of dollars. So either politicians are going to fix ticket prices or we're going to have to start doing illegal things to pay for concert tickets. These are our only options. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise. Do you feel like the Employee of the Month? Treat yourself to a new Locker Room Employee of the Month t-shirt. Text us now for the link to shop. Welcome to the Locker Room. When did that tool climb into the Talus Balls? It was in the spring, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was. I know this. That was in April. The snow was gone. Yeah, it was was April 10th. He okay. trapped himself inside the Talus Dome for an adventure. So he's a skinny kid, right? So he climbs up mm-hmm. top, and there's a big enough hole that he was able to slip in there. And, and then, then he can't get out. So if you recall, he was stuck in there. They got him out after, I think it was 12 hours or something like that. They, they had the police out there, mm-hmm. and they cut a hole in the structure to drag him out. Mm-hmm. And um, then... 
the city of Edmonton announced, and I don't know why they even said anything. They said, well, probably shouldn't have cut a hole in it because the well, it was guys the, created an escape route. Yeah, it was the art committee or whatever that... Uh the art committee that built it came out and said, hey, there is an escape hatch <laughs> afterwards. What do you call those rooms? Uh, panic room? Yeah. <laughs> no. Escape rooms? Escape rooms. <laughs> so who knew we had an escape room with the talus balls? Um, so they put a fence around it very quickly. Yeah. And I remember we were talking about it, and I said, you know what? That fence will stay around that till the end of time. That was my mm-hmm. guess. I was wrong. Now there's a big white tent over it. Yeah, I noticed that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That there's now a house around the telescope. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think that'll last? That'll be a while. Probably all winter. Now, listen, I am not an expert on art installations. Mm-hmm. I am not an expert on welding. And uh, by, by no stretch of the imagination do I know what it would take to fix whatever damage they did to get that idiot out of there. Okay, but I'd be willing to bet a large sum of money that a guy named Willie could take his truck down there <laughs> and fix it in an afternoon. Yep. But but I think because if the balls are made out of aluminum, it's a little trickier go. to <laughs> Mr. Expert. I forgot we have a welding expert in the room with us. No, I think it's a little trickier to They're stainless steel. Okay. Uh, they're not aluminum. No, I didn't yeah. think that. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, listen, I don't know what it would take, but I know for a fact that that white tent on there is going to cost the city taxpayers <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Does that make it so in the name of art? Does that make it even more frustrating? Because first off, no one's ever been able to convince me that that was a good idea. Okay, and I think most people, like if you put a hundred people in a room that are from Edmonton, and you sit down and you go, "Okay, give me your honest opinion about those things," mm-hmm. you're gonna get a a strong level of stupid, it's and we a, spent too much. It's an Edmonton thing. Complain about the balls. It is. Right? Every every city has their thing. Every city has Calgary a, has that big blue ring, which makes no sense. Yeah, I think I'd be madder at that. Yeah, but um, every city has their thing that they complain about, right? Yeah, yeah. I listen. If it's we're going to find out, there's going to be a news story. It's going to happen in the next six months, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's going to say it's fixed. And thank you for your patience, Edmonton. And then someone's yeah. going to go, "Hey, how much did it cost?" And Edmonton's <laughs> going to go, "Oh, well, we're not sure right now. We'll look into that." And then freedom of information, some a hole who has too much time on his hand is going to go find out exactly how much it is, and then it's going to leak into the press. No, it'll get out on Twitter first, and then we'll verify that it cost. Mm-hmm. Let me write it down because I'm going to make a prediction here. All right. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to fix that hole. That's my guess on that's the cost of it. All right. We'll see how far I, off I am in yeah. six months when that comes out. Okay. <laughs> we'll pay attention. Jimmy, you keep track of my predictions. Can you write that one down? Uh, yeah. Put it it's with on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the locker room. Okay, we're at round twenty-one of the locker room celebrity death pool. Round 20, I had, uh, what, what? who did I have again? So round, Bob Barker. Round 20 was Bob Barker died and you had him on your list. Yeah. So. I had a little chuckle 
last night when I saw a story about Jimmy Carter, who was in palliative care about a month ago. Yeah, I've he's off to some festival, forever. a peanut festival. A peanut. <laughs> I was like, why is he leaving his house to go to a peanut festival? Seven months after entering hospice. He's never going to die, Grant. <laughs> anyway, um, we've been doing this since we started as a show about seven years ago. We've been doing this celebrity death pool. Yeah. And we always have a wager. And the wager is pretty painful. The two losers have to do something for whatever period of time we come to terms with and we make it painful because we're betting on people dying. We know how horrible this is. So for the month of September, Jimmy and Grant, because they lost, had to drink nothing but boxed wine. It's not going well for Jimmy. Grant threw a bit of a wrench into it and he's not drinking right now. Um, so, which could have been what Jimmy decided. Jimmy he could have quit booze for the month. So when Jimmy's at home, he told me he's been drinking boxed wine, and mm-hmm. I believe him. But when he goes out, he has less than zero self-control and has been drinking beer. Lots and, and lots of beer. I was explaining to somebody the other day, yesterday on the golf course, I was explaining that there's a weird thing with Jimmy, where people are on his side and they cheer for him, but they also want him to get caught. They also want him to fail. Yeah, do, do you understand, so like Jimmy's do you understand fake, that so, weirdness? Well, I mean, for example, Jimmy drinks a beer. Everyone in the bar is taking a picture of him, hoping he gets punished but for it. When they send me the pictures, they go, yeah, but there's no boxed wine here, and I paid for it. Yeah, it but they're still count. sending the pictures. But they still want us to know about to it. punish him. Yeah. So where were you on Friday? You were at a staff. I was at uh, Provincial. Because, uh, uh, goodbye for staff Jen. member. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jen left. Okay, so everybody there sent me a picture of you drinking beer. Um, yeah, that was nice of them. And then on Saturday, somebody sent me a picture from the East Coast Direction. They don't have boxed wine at East Coast Direction either. How do they not have boxed wine there? (laughs) It's not a... You go to the East Coast for wine. So so anyway, um, then yesterday, he shows up at another... Staff, staff event. function. We're and golfing at the garrison. Staff, as soon as I walk in, pour me a beer. Yeah, so he had a beer there. So he only so, had two picks left. Now he's, he actually owes us an extra pick. Yeah, you owe us an extra <laughs> no, pick. No, I don't owe you an extra pick because I have nothing we'll, to lose. We'll take it off the next round. Yeah, the next round. Well, I no. owe you one pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's the thing. Um, we've kind of been just stealing his picks as he's been getting getting caught drinking yeah. beer instead of boxed wine. What are we left with, Grant? Christina Applegate and Bruce Willis are the only two left on Jimmy's list. All right. We left those two because we felt bad. How do we How do we figure out? You got a coin? Has anybody got a coin? Flip a coin? Uh, no, I don't bring coins to work anymore. All right. So, what's that? <laughs> what's that? that game? Odds or evens? I was going to throw a pen in the air. What pen? What is a pen? It's like when you golf. Oh, you throw oh, the a tee thing? That went literally right in between us. <laughs> okay. No, no. Odds or evens. Okay. I got one hand behind my back. Okay. Do I have an odd number of fingers and even number of fingers? <laughs> even. All right. You get first pick. I'm going to take Bruce Willis. Okay. I got Christina Applegate. Yeah. Okay. And you have zero picks. Now, okay. there has <laughs> been a discussion. So you automatically lose the next round. Yeah. There has been a discussion about what to do to get him back into the game. Because this could go on for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to 
Come up with some. Come up with a solution that might get Jimmy back into the celebrity death pool. So, especially now, I don't know if I. Uh, okay, we'll we'll talk about we'll this. We'll figure tomorrow. it out tomorrow. Yeah. The punishment. I'm already the- losing a pick. We're kidding about that next pick. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, you can stop drinking boxed wine as well. Oh, I'm, I'm not starting yeah, again. He stopped a while ago. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is the next punishment for this round is um, the two losers have to do 100 push-ups a day for a month, right? Well, there was one conversation. We give him five more picks, and then he has to do push-ups until someone dies. In yeah. this round, but I'm just saying what well, that's what the punishment is. But for, it could be a year right now, and 100 push-ups a day will kill the little bastard. <laughs> Either that, or else I'll be so jacked that I'll be bigger than massive damage. You know what I like about you? Well, massive spends a lot of time in the gym. Well, yeah, he's it, he does actually every day. <laughs> he's he's got the knee braces on right now, and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Civic off to the gym, Grant. <laughs> Don't you question it? I didn't. <laughs> I said that's where he is. <laughs> Every day. All right. So tomorrow at this time, we'll sort out an option on getting Jimmy back into the competition. The locker room. Pete Davidson. I was wrong. Back at it again. My prediction was, and I'm very, very rarely wrong with my predictions. I'd say like 90% of my predictions come to uh, fruition. My prediction was he was going to date somebody like completely unknown. It was going to be the the girl at the gym he goes to, or the 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 woman that serves him Starbucks through the drive through. Right? It was going to be something like that. Nope. No. Madeline Klein. Okay. Now when I saw girlfriend. her picture, I was like, okay, why do I know her? Um, She's so gorgeous. She is. She's a supermodel. Um, she was in a show called Outer Banks, or she is in a show. It's a teenager show on Netflix. Okay. She was in that um, Glass Onion movie, which was the sequel to Knives Out. Oh, okay. So she played whiskey in that. Um, she's had some small parts in Stranger Things. Is that That's where um, I noticed her from then. Vice Principals. Um, she was in that. Um, so, yeah, she's been in a bunch of things. Outer Banks is, and uh, Glass Onion are her two biggest things. But And then modeling and a whole bunch of stuff. But, yeah, apparently she is now dating Pete Davidson, which has left everyone once again, again. Um, confused. Completely. And you look at her Instagram. I was looking at her Instagram, and it's all the comments are like, what? What are you Pete doing? Davidson? Are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, he's got... They have to see got that. the magic touch. Right? They have to realize that they've made a huge mistake and that it's going to impact the rest of their lives. Right? <laughs> Maybe. You, I don't, you don't know. think so? I mean, how many people said it to your wife and she didn't change her mind? That's a really good point. Lachlan? Did, didn't really? half her family say that to you? Really? Are you no. sure? No, we weren't. Uh, we weren't dealing with half. <laughs> it was. It was all of them. Even your family was going. <laughs> really, Deb? <laughs> Pretty much a hundred percent of my family and a hundred percent of her family were questioning her decision. Are you really sure about this? <laughs> Sometimes you just you know you got to ignore the haters. Okay. Well, listen. Now that you put it that way. It makes my obsession and my anger towards Pete Davidson <laughs> even a little more confusing. It's my life. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Has old Bon John done the Super Bowl before? Has he done a halftime show? I want to say why he do, did. Yes, 2002 I have... Bon Jovi did the oh. Super Bowl. 
Oh, shortly uh, after that, things went downhill. <laughs> I don't know. They still put out some good tunes. Well, okay, now I'm looking at it. It says, oh, no, it wasn't a Super Bowl. It was the kickoff. So he's never done The that. boss has done it. Um, Bruce Springsteen, I believe, has. Yeah, it. yeah. Maybe I'm getting the two of them yeah. confused. I know the boss did one. The Stones have done one. I'm yeah, trying to remember that one the was one. Awesome. I'm trying to remember the Bruce uh, halftime shows I remember. Bruce Springsteen did. Uh, I remember Beyonce. I remember the Shakira, Madonna. No, hold on. Who did Shakira do it with? Shakira did it with J Lo. Oh, J Lo. Um, Beyonce did it herself, and then the power went out afterwards. Remember? And then there was all those memes of her. Where she looked like the Hulk, and she was like, yeah. "Please stop posting those pictures." And, I remember yeah. the uh, who was the the One Direction kid and Janet Jackson. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is not from One Direction. What's he from again? In Sync. In Sync. The In Sync. Now, now it's obviously the one that, that I remember was the, the most. The Prince. Prince playing the guitar. I remember that. The one Miami too. Super Bowl was okay. one of the most amazing performances. Uh, uh, I believe Creed did it one year. Creed did not do they did. Super Bowl. Creed did not do Super Bowl. <laughs> Creed did the Super Bowl. No, they did not. 2001. They did not. No, they did. did yes, they? They You're did. making that Super up. Bowl Triple X. Um, it was the the arena football Cowboys and show. The, Cowboys and the Steelers. Are you kidding me? In Phoenix, uh, and Creed did the halftime show. I wonder who booked that. Diana Ross performed the halftime show, and then Creed came out during that. Okay. So yeah. the new one that for 2024. Yeah. Usher. Usher. Is Usher big enough? Oh, yeah. Is he? Okay. Yeah. All right. He's, he's a big star. Does it's he... similar to like doing a Shakira J-Lo, I think. You know? Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. And there'll but be a bunch of people with him. Well, that's what I was going to say. He just, he's, is there going to be swearing on this? No idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, is he the guy that has to bring out a bunch of support? Like, is he a guy that brings his buddies? I but he probably will. Okay. Um, What's that NSYNC guy up to? Justin maybe, Timberlake. Maybe he can join him. <laughs> you love JT. Don't pretend like you don't love JT. Okay, I, I kind of do like JT. <laughs> <laughs> but and where is who is Ludacris? Ludacris, um, help me there. Fast. I know that, but he was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, he's in Fast and the Furious. He's a big deal. Is he back in the day? I Does don't know. he come? roll out? Roll out, me and my homies. Okay, I remember that yeah, song. Then. Okay. Does he come along with with Usher? Because they're doing this song. Yeah, maybe. I bet he'll come out during this song. Okay. All right. Where's Super Bowl this year? Um. Why is that escaping me? Yeah, that. I want to say it's uh, Las Vegas. Is it Vegas? Yeah, 2024 wow. Super Bowl, Las Vegas. That's pretty huge. That'd be big. So this was just announced. Usher's doing the halftime show. Have Wayne Newton doing it. It's in Vegas, right? You're not wrong. Maybe get Wayne. Celine to, Dion. Is Wayne still alive? Oh Wayne, yeah. Get Wayne. Roll him out to do the anthem. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Once again, we have Jennifer from Avalon Dental with Show Local some love. Thank you for joining us today, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Jennifer, let's get started with talking about OSA. 
What are the signs and symptoms of OSA in addition to snoring? Well, like you mentioned, loud snoring is typically the first indicator that people may um, have obstructive sleep apnea. But there's other things that come along. Um, of course, number one, gasping for air during your sleep. Um, it's often a bed partner that's going to alert you to that. So, um, But if you ever find yourself waking up with, you know, a really dry mouth, um, morning headaches, um, difficulty, you know, staying asleep or sleeping at night, and often daytime excessive sleepiness um, or fatigue is are the symptoms that stand out the most. I thought that was alcoholism. I mean, alcohol can certainly perpetuate the problem. So, you know, it's always best to to get it checked out. Uh, If you think you have an issue, is the first step to schedule a consultation? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we worked along with your medical team, uh, so a doctor does need to be involved at some point uh, because they are the ones who will officially diagnose the OSA. But at Avalon Dental, what we can do is provide a consultation with our uh, doctor. He's a general dentist, but knows a lot about sleep and facilitates the device. And uh, what we do in that consultation is typically send you home with a sleep test because that test is what's going to be the marker to determine where your AHI is. And that's the um, amount of times that you stop breathing during the night. OSA stands for what again, Jennifer? Obstructive sleep apnea. Okay. And can we send you some audio of Jimmy um, uh, snoring slash dying in his sleep? <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to suggest, Jimmy, you come in for a consultation. I think that's going to be your best bet. Yeah. 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 We have audio of him like snoring really, really loudly and then nothing for like 35 seconds and then something that sounds a little like this. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Jimmy? I want to say it's, it's that definitely that, that that stop breathing that's going to tell me that you know there's a pretty good pretty good chance that there might be something going on in the obstructive nature. But snoring doesn't always equal uh, sleep apnea, but it's definitely something to look into. It, it is a serious medical condition. Yeah, and then you guys can um, diagnose it and possibly have some treatment options for them, right? Well, you know, actually, I have to highlight the fact that we cannot diagnose it. In dentistry, it's one of those things where we're unable to provide the diagnosis, um, but our dentists can provide, um, you know, kind of gather all of the symptoms, um, put it into a comprehensive exam, and then send a letter to your medical doctor or any medical team you might be working with, you know, an ear, nose, and throat specialist um, or any kind of a a sleep specialist. Um, But the biggest point here is that we would combine that with that sleep test. But, yeah, unfortunately, dentists cannot diagnose sleep apnea. One of our limitations. That's worth pointing out. I mean, obviously, you're coming to Avalon Dental to get your kids and your family's teeth checked and taken care of and and um, and treated properly with the sleep apnea, with the OSA and options like that. You're you're there to sort of help with the progress the progress of treatment. And there are options. That's that's the thing. I think a lot yeah. of people stay away from. This, Jennifer, and correct me if I'm wrong, they stay away from it because they don't want that big loud machine in the room, but that might not necessarily be what you have to have, right? That's right. That's right. That's where we kind of come in as well. So CPAP therapy is, you know, they do call that the gold standard, but what we can do in at Avalon Dental is provide an oral appliance. So it's a uh, mandibular advancement device, and that oral appliance will help keep your jaw positioned in a way that your airway is opened up and that your breathing is facilitated. Uh, some people who are on CPAP therapy actually find that an oral appliance helps with the uh, improvement of the CPAP, but it definitely is a great replacement. I want to highlight for those people who travel for their work or just travel to vacation, um, the CPAP can be kind of cumbersome and the device fits in your pocket and you can take it anywhere. So where should we send the wives of snoring husbands for more info? <laughs> 
So um, they can take a look at our website if they like at uh, avalon-dental.ca. But uh, best thing to do is give us a call. We're always happy to open the conversation. You know, we'd like to ask you a few questions over the telephone. But if you're ready to book that consultation, you would meet with our doctor and you would take it from there. But uh, we're always happy to answer questions. Give us a call anytime. Give me the webpage one more time, Jennifer. It is avalon-dental.com. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.